my name's Amanda. Who are you? I am Audrey. (laughs) We're going to talk about the first episode of Dance Moms um, that premiered um, July 13th of 2011. Um, So really like prime time for entertainment, right? This is the year of Katy Perry. This is the year of (laughs) Teenage Dream. And I know that because I watched her documentary very recently. And did I cry? Yes. Am I ashamed of it? No. I was, in fact... (laughs) um, nine years old (laughs) (laughs) nice during this time um abby lee miller for those of you who don't know who've never seen the show abby lee miller who is the owner of the dance company she's the choreographer she's the artistic director she ranks the children um and so let's i want to talk about people in pop culture or people in media or things events we're gonna do three things on the bottom two things in the middle and one thing that is the best that's going on at the very top of the pyramid and i just sprung this on you right before i hit the record button so i'll go first okay um because this is something i want to talk about i am so frustrated by the amount of fame and success that jack harlow currently has do you know this who this person is i don't even know who that is okay great He is like a singer, rapper person. Um, think about what every every white guy in their 20s looks like. He looks like that. Okay. He's a very yes. average looking person. He just recently did a collab with Lil Nas. It, you know, he's getting like really popular. He's getting really successful. And he's all over TikTok. Like he's everywhere. And all these girls on TikTok are like, I don't understand why I'm attracted to him. Like he just like blah, blah, blah. He drives me up the wall because like the thing he's doing is like really upsetting. Like what he'll do is get like, he'll hop off the stage at concerts and talk to girls that are like in the pit, like in like right up the front. Mm -hmm. And he'll be like, Ooh, like, I'm so glad you came to this concert. Like we need to connect later. And I'm like, buddy. Oh, whoa. Kind of creepy. (laughs) Justin Bieber's One Less Lonely Girl walked so Jack Harlow could run. That is, that is the absolute truth. He, he said One Less Lonely Girl because you with me now. Yeah, and it's just so frustrating because he gives just like the truly like the bare, the most bare minimum amount, if that, if that makes sense, uh, of attention to girls and people just lose their minds. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm, this isn't even a common on his music just like in general him existing frustrates me so for me jack harlow bottom of the pyramid nice i think um for my edition i'm gonna have to go with a song that you introduced me to like oh. two weeks ago. <laughs> name it um fancy like <laughs> bottom this is perhaps one of the most upsetting things i've ever heard in my entire life <laughs> <laughs> who's the person who sings that what's um, the guy um oh gosh i don't oh, know but, um, uh like walker some uh, uh something walker hayes walker hayes Gross. who we found out or i found out through an ad in a bathroom stall is hosting like a songwriting thing so he's teaching people any, how to write songs if anyone <laughs> wants to forget some of the knowledge they have gotten about songwriting <laughs> throw it out the window <laughs> oh yeah that song rightfully deserves a spot at the bottom of the pyramid um and then just like obviously to round off the bottom people who still aren't vaccinated people who don't believe in science still constantly that for whatever reason are just refusing to get the vaccine unvaccinated people bottom of the pyramid Even, and and it is worth mentioning people who 
who are actively choosing to not get vaccinated based on political bias. That is bottom of the pyramid. People who are, I, I don't know. I, there are people I think that I've been hearing that like are, I don't know, like agoraphobic. And so getting the vaccine is really difficult for them or people who like, have who typically have like a negative reaction to flu shots and are like kind of hesitant like that kind of stuff that's not what i'm talking about people that are like well if i get it i'm not gonna die and they don't care about like the chain reaction of like it's not all about you mm-hmm. those people bottom of the pyramid can't yeah. stand them <laughs> um okay so moving up to the center two things in the center that are not the best thing that's going on in the world right now but also not the worst not jack harlow level of mm. <laughs> being the worst thing in the world right now I'm going to have to think, too. Yeah. My kitten in the background. Who are I feel like the last 18 months has made me unable to, like, find something between horrible and amazing. <laughs> <laughs> right. That it's everything is terrible. Um, or every or everything's the best. Yeah. This is, this is something that I recently discovered. I'm really behind the times on this. Did you ever... Are you a scary movie person? Um. The few that I've seen, I enjoyed, mm-hmm. but I have not. But not like regular. Yeah, I I just watched the movie Get Out, which I know is like old news and like like really, really like it came out in twenty seventeen. Like girl, um, and I watched it like a couple days ago, and it's really good. And mm-hmm. I'm putting it in the middle because I like should have known about it sooner. And it's also like super, super scary, and it's like a racial commentary too. Mm-hmm. So it being at the top like feels kind of weird Mm -hmm. um and being at the it's obviously not like bottom level material um but yeah that is that is what i would say in the middle for me yeah um i'm gonna have to go with um eating sushi oh (laughs) yeah (laughs) i really enjoy eating sushi but it's so expensive and so it's um very sad to me that i cannot experience that very often It's gonna have to go in the middle. It's a bummer that I can't eat sushi every day of my life. What is? Did you ever watch Parks and Rec? No. There's an episode where Andy Dwyer, who's Chris Pratt's character, hate Chris Pratt. He's he's canceled. Whoa. Did you have you heard about? Oh, girl. Okay. First of all, he's been cast as the voice of Mario in in the new Mario movie. There's a Mario movie. (laughs) What? What? And he's Mario. This white that's, man. That's interesting. Okay. Mario. He also, <laughs> he's just said some problematic things in the past. Uh, kind of like um, prosperity gospel type of stuff of like, oh, well, I'm a better Christian, so I'm famous. Oh. Or like, ooh. And he said it like in public at award shows, like that kind of stuff. And I'm like, mm, I don't know about all that. But before, before he lost a bunch of weight and got a big ego, back when he was chunky and when he was on Parks and Rec, and he was probably problematic on the low and we didn't know about it he has this line where he says um i can't go out and eat sushi i'm allergic and his girlfriend's like no you're not he goes yes i am every time i eat more than 13 i throw up (laughs) (laughs) i think about that every time i eat sushi okay so things in in culture in the world that are or just like you as a person like top level top of the pyramid oh gosh are we deciding on one together? We, have, we, each, we can each, we have, each have one. Have yeah. Okay. Hmm. I am. This is so 
like something that a lot of people would say but i'm just really excited for it to be colder outside yes i i'm like on the thicker side so i'm just like constantly sweaty just like fat person sweat kind of all the time um and i'm just ready even though it's like 85 degrees outside but i check the weather because i'm in an old person um and i check the weather every day and it looks like it's getting colder and i'm just really excited about the fall and like the upcoming holiday season like the non-stressful parts of the holidays like I don't know. I'm just looking. It's like the, the like anticipation of like looking mm-hmm. in like Halloween and then like into Thanksgiving and like all these different things. So that's the top of the pyramid for me. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I need to keep thinking. Hmm. <laughs> I'm imagining if you didn't edit out the radio silence. <laughs> the, no, I the can. Listeners, it's like <laughs> take this time to reflect on your. I own. need like like <laughs> elevator music. Like, just like in the background while we're the Buick sound. Yeah. <laughs> you need to keep that in. People need to hear this. <laughs> the Buick. The Buick. <laughs> Those Buick commercials, man. I'm telling you. So they oh. play them all the time. It drives me nuts. Oh, man. I think, um, <laughs> gosh, I don't know. This is such an imperfect top of the pyramid, but I'm going to have to go with disney plus just, just, as, existing. Like, just, just existing as a concept disney generally plus. i'm like you know i i love disney stuff but i'm like why am i paying more money to have access to all of their films great question you know, great question. question but um disregarding that watching all the marvel and disney things yes. is the support that i need yeah. <laughs> right now yeah just like the, the and like this is also like the point of reality tv too because i when I was living with a couple of my roommates, shout out to Emily, shout out to mainly Alex, because she told me she was going to listen to this, and if she's not, I'm going nice. to find her. Um, <laughs> um, but this is me, your warning. <laughs> <laughs> me and my roommate at the time, Alex, like we would watch 90 Day Fiance, Married at First Sight. We started with Love is Blind back when everybody was like, oh, quarantine's going to be two weeks off from work, mm-hmm. you know, before, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, and we would watch stuff like that. It's just like this. It's, it's truly just like escapism. Just like, I'm going to put aside all the terrible things that are happening in my life right now. And I'm just going to fall into like this giant rabbit hole of like the Marvel franchise and just disappear. And then I'll come back like later. Yep. And if whoever owns Disney now gets $4 a month for me, I mean, like whatever, whatever at this whatever. point, there is no ethical consumption under <laughs> capitalism. Someone's going to get the coin whatever i'll just send it to disney uh, so let's talk about like what is your like experience or exposure to the arts right because dance moms is all about obviously it's about dance but they also talk about like costuming and they talk mm-hmm. about stuff that's behind the scenes so like what is your experience with both of those things okay so i was a dancer from, or I danced. <laughs> Saying I was a dancer is kind of the stretch. And then I became two. <laughs> <laughs> um, I danced from the time I was four to the time I was 18. Um, wow, that's a lot. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah. Not like the same at all as the dance mom's <laughs> life. Sure. Um, yeah. Did you do just like lessons and recitals or were you on like yeah. a competition? No, I, I did not do competition. Um, so it was very low-key like still serious like you know we were committed to what we were doing but it was more emphasis on just like let's have a good time and like yeah you know enjoy dance because it's this thing that we all love um and it was just like a school year program so it was kind of like every Wednesday night I'm gonna go to whatever yeah um 
yeah, so I did that for a long time, and I now teach dance to um, five to eight year olds. Aww. I teach hip hop. They are so <laughs> sweet. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, this is just a lot of like hopping around. Yeah, it's lots of hopping around. Lots of like, Miss Audrey, look, I can do the floss. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> yeah. wow, that's cool. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, none of them know the whip and nae which oh, is really sad. Oh. <laughs> it's it's sad in that it's like that, that was such like such a moment when I was in middle school. <laughs> yeah. Like not and it was very ironic like as it was, you know, becoming popular. So I'm sad that they can't experience like <laughs> It's like the the frenzy. Yeah. Um, I have to tell you, this is, I, I hope he doesn't care that I'm going to say this. It's fine. My dad is, bless him, the sweetest person I know, straight up, and is very aware of like, I don't know what the kids are into these days. I don't really care. Mm-hmm. He is interested in the things he's interested in and like, it doesn't really bother him that he's not, he's not one of those parents that's like, I'm trying to be hip. Like, right. he, uh, no. And there was, a, I think it was over, I think it was like last Christmas, maybe. I can't remember when it was, but he, he was like, Amanda, I have to ask you a question about something I cannot remember. And I was like, okay, I don't know. Cause he's way smarter than me. So I was like, I don't know if I'm going to have the answer. And he was like, wasn't there like a song or like a dance that was really popular a few years ago? And I was like, well, that's kind of all of them. <laughs> And I was like, you're talking about Soldier Boy? Because that was the, like, I remember that was the first time that, like, a dance mm-hmm. was, like, passed around from person to person. Obviously, like, before social media. So, like, it was a big deal, the right? The COVID of... <laughs> if you were standing within six feet of someone who knew how to sold, how to crank it, you automatically knew how to crank it, too. Yeah. Um, and he, but my dad was like, this dance, it was something about, like, someone or, like like someone called Nene and I was like like, you're talking about whipping Nene and he was like that's right and like that was it he just like wanted to know he was like I think I remember someone saying something about this one time and just like needed someone called Nene (laughs) it was the it was truly one of the funniest things he's ever said just because it was so like I just forgot what it's called what's it called and then that was it he wasn't he just like was asking because he didn't remember it wasn't he was like trying to make a reference or trying to be cool it's just like wasn't there a thing one time that was something about someone named Nene (laughs) it was amazing it was incredible oh my gosh so do you have any other like exposure to the arts outside Um, of uh, is there anything outside of dance that's like I know, I know you do visual art yes. as well. You yes. want to talk about that? Yeah. So I am an, an artiste, if oh, you want to hear No, I, I'm in school for art right now. Um, and I do oil painting. That's kind of my main thing. Um, AudreyGaither.com. If yes. anyone is looking yes. for some art, please email me. How do you spell it? Spell it out. Um, A-U-D-R-E-Y-G-A-I-T-H-E-R dot com um yeah yes yeah i love that um so yeah that's kind of my thing also i had a brief career in musical theater when i oh, was yeah? in seventh grade um you speak in my language my, musical theater my, is my language my middle school did the little mermaid junior oh yes and this was like one of those times where i'm like you know i need to be involved you know i'm like 
12 or however old you are in seventh grade. And yeah. um, I hate, or more so than like hate singing in front of people. Like mm-hmm. that was not something I was confident in, just like was not about it. So I had to like have, have a role that didn't involve singing. Right. Um, and so I was cast as one of Ursula's tentacles. You wait, 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 wait. Not an eel, not <laughs> Ursula, not Flotsam and Jetsam. You were a tentacle, <laughs> like an, an a tentacle. Yes. How did that go? <laughs> so there were like seven others, or was it just you? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, there good. were others. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> how did you do it's that? So funny. <laughs> did, did you just, Is there like an Instagram account for this podcast? There will be, okay. yeah. Um, oh, yes. I'm gonna send you a photo. Please, <laughs> I'll put it on the Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, Anyway, so the person who was actually playing Ursula was, like, in this big wooden thing that rolled. And mm. so that was, like, that was the like body. Her, her, like, costume. And so then there were these, like, super long, like, stuffed. It's like <clears throat> when you go to the zoo and they have those, like, long snake stuffed animal things. You know what I'm talking about? It was <laughs> yes. like that, but just, like, black. <laughs> and so we wore <laughs> black leggings, black t-shirts, and then, like, a like a ski mask is that what that is where it's like just the eyes are open or like maybe it was like like just eyes nose and mouth and then like black so you can (laughs) see it was like yeah it was like doing puppets for lads to leaders or something except it was like just holding this giant like stuffed worm thing on stage that is ridiculous but you're also 12 years old (laughs) right but and yeah and you're also in the seventh grade Yeah. yeah So, yikes. yeah, um, basically I'm famous in right. the musical theater community. Uh, right, an icon, um, a, yeah. a star, legend icon, superstar, yes. <laughs> Audrey Gaither as the artist formerly known <laughs> as tentacle number four. <laughs> oh. That's great. So, okay, so we've talked about your exposure to the arts. Do you have any a point of reference for, like, the show Dance Moms? Well... Lucky for you, I wrote down <laughs> before we watched the first episode yes. what I knew or what I thought I knew right. about Dance Moms, having right. never seen it. Right. right. Okay. <laughs> Here's what I have. Abby Lee, in parentheses, is that a double name or a first and last name? Great question, question. Mark. Great question. Um, is a woman who coaches a competition dance team. And then I have, is she Southern? Question mark. <laughs> That's a great question. Um, yeah. Um, then I have the dancers' moms sit on elementary school music room risers <laughs> and watch their kids dance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then Ab- Abby is very mean yeah. and has negative girl boss energy. Yes. The girl boss energy in the truly the worst way possible. Yeah. Yes. Very much that. But you hadn't, you didn't watch the show when it was coming out. No. Okay. No. Because this, I'm going to, let me fact check myself really quick. This show was like coming out around the same time as Toddlers and Tiaras and also Wife Swap. And I remember Mm -hmm. very vividly as a child watching, like me and my sister would TiVo them and we would like record the episodes and watch them. And I remember my mom hating that we watched Dance Moms because she was like, there's too much yelling. Like, (laughs) why would you want to sit there and listen to all these why would you want to sit and listen to Abby Lee Miller scream at children? I'm like, this is entertaining, you know? <laughs> but like we, me and my sister were on it for a while. There's like definitely a moment where 
it switched like most tv shows mm-hmm. switch from what it was into like a new phase yeah and there are like new girls that come in as dancers and like i think that and also i was like in high school so i kind of like fell off the train a little bit mm-hmm. um but you but you had never seen it before no i knew Okay, I, I think, actually, that JoJo Siwa was on this yes! show. Is that correct? Yes, okay, okay, so I mentioned that in the trailer. So, like, there are two standout girls from the show. The first is Maddie Zickler. Is she the Sia yes. girl? Okay, okay. She's the one who's BFFs inappropriately with Sia. Oh, I don't know about that either. Oh, girl. Okay, so Sia... Okay, let me back up. So Maddie, at a certain point, leaves the show. At okay. a, in a season that I have not seen. I've only okay. seen up to a certain point. She leaves the show. She pieces out. She becomes Sia's concert performer. She did some music videos with Sia while she was on the show. She did the chandelier video. Mm-hmm. She did she did a video with shirtless Shia LaBeouf. Too very strange. Oh. It, it was just still there was just a lot going on. Also, okay. Shia LaBeouf's crazy. Very I put strange. some respect on the name, Mr. Megan Trainer. Wait, is he married to Megan Trainer? Isn't he? Shia LaBeouf. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> So Maddie Ziegler is in this music video with Shia LaBeouf when he's like in his 20s and she's like not even 18. It's very disturbing. Um, So Sia books Maddie to be her like consistent every time there's a tour concert performer Mm -hmm. all the time. And then during COVID stuff, like when everyone was first shutting down during like the first major wave of COVID, um, Maddie like stayed with Sia in Australia which like I understand because Australia and New Zealand like their rates were way lower than ours Mm -hmm. were but they're just like very close to a a point to me that you know as like some person from the middle of nowhere like who cares what I think but it was just like it to me is a little suspicious Mm. sus Mm. of like she's a lot older and they're just hanging out a lot i don't know it's just kind of strange so that's maddie she also i think has like she does fabletic stuff so like she's also like an influencer the other person that came out of this show came out in all the senses is queer icon jojo siwa Mm -hmm. she we see her in the later seasons of this show as like a child (laughs) like five years old with her snatched freaking alopecia <laughs> ponytail and the and the bow is born the jojo bow is born on this show um and like the other girls like did other things too but matt and chloe lucas lucasic i think is how you say her last name chloe also she you know purportedly is the most um successful quote unquote in terms of making money out of all the kids from the show because she's like a huge influencer mm-hmm. so like but jojo siwa is now right literally right now is on dancing with the stars like she, oh yeah yeah she is super 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 famous way more than than anybody else nice uh, let me get rid of this picture of shiloh buff on my desktop <laughs> <laughs> not married to megan trainer <laughs> you learn something new every, every day, day. <laughs> um okay so now we're gonna go through um 
we're going to go through chronologically what goes on in this episode. This is the very first episode. Um, so initially we get this like trailer kind of like mm-hmm. in the first episode, this like coming up on type of thing. Um, and all it is, is just a super cut of Abby screaming and children crying. Yes. And mom screaming too. And so it's like, it's interspliced with like language. Like can this dance teacher take her mm-hmm. kids all the way to fame or whatever. It was very God's not dead for S. <laughs> I have to say. <laughs> Truly. Yeah, just lots of lots of screaming, lots of crying, um, lots of like, how many times has my daughter mm-hmm. beat your daughter? Like, lots of that. Um, and then at the end of this coming up on Dance Mom's trailer, um, this, I, I, I want to say this because this is ridiculous. Uh, this, it's worth mentioning that 2011 was a time when no one cared that what they were saying was problematic. Um, and in light of that, one of the dance moms, Kathy, says that if her daughter ever wants to do anything other than dance, she's going to slit her wrists. Yeah. And then I it's was... like, boom, boom. And then that's how it starts. Yeah. Which, whoa. <laughs> whoa. First of all, whoa. Also an indicator of how the whole series is. This idea of like, my daughter is going to do one thing forever and she's mm-hmm. never going to do anything different. And if she does, somehow that says something about me as a mom. Like that idea right. carries us through, I think like however many seasons, I think it's seven seasons mm-hmm. of the show. Like it's a ton, like that's very much the attitude um, that they take throughout the whole thing. And so this first episode, we're introduced to everybody for the first time. Um, and then like there are, like I said earlier, there are other kids that come along and other moms that come along with their kids and we get introduced to them as they show up. Mm-hmm. But this is like the first like OG original stack of moms. Yeah. Um, and Abby appears. Yes. She's next to her her little card. She's like being very sassy next to her title card. Um, and it is Abby. I think Abby Lee. Lee is the middle name. Her full name is Abby Lee Miller. Okay. But I don't know if Abby Lee. It's not hyphenated. I think it's Abby and then Lee is her middle name because there is another dance coach who gets very like upset with her and calls her Abby Miller. Mm. So I think, yeah, I think uh, this is one of the few cases where not saying the middle name is actually worse yeah. than saying, <laughs> saying the middle name. So she appears and she says that, you know, she is the owner of Abby Lee dance company. She's the owner of this, like this building in Pennsylvania. Um, and she's the artistic director slash chief choreographer. Um, do you have any thoughts about Abby Lee Miller? Just first impressions. Um, is Abby Lee Miller also Alan Rickman? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Abby Lee Miller wants to be Alan Rickman. I think that's I, like who she thinks she is that energy, and yeah. she very much yeah. is not. But she believes she yes. is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> In the first like 45 seconds there was a clip of her yelling at someone but it was like a side profile like and she was from above and I was like which Harry Potter movie is this from I can't remember I don't remember this scene (laughs) it's it's one of it's in the the director's edition the director's cut yeah Abby Lee Miller appears in the study hall and like slams down Ron and Harry's faces into their books yeah Yeah. it's only that scene is only aired on ABC Family (laughs) right 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 um, so, so she talks about all of her success and she says like, I, I produce like employable dancers, right. That they, that these kids like show up to her when she, when the kids are like younger, 
so these kids show up to Abby Lee Dance Company when they're like itty bitty kids. And Mm -hmm. we're going to see a bunch of them um, in this episode. And then they stay with her up until high school for like a long time. And that they then, the idea then is that they'll leave her company and then enter the world as professional dancers. That is not how Abby Lee phrases this. She phrases it by saying that she knows how to groom children. She says, I know how to groom these children. Those words leave her mouth. Mm -mm. And that's not even one of those things where like, you can chalk it up to like, well, nobody cared that what they were saying was problematic. Like, grooming children that phrase has never had a second meaning that's ever been funny or ever been like oh you you know it could mean this or whatever no she says i know how to groom kids (laughs) she's she's just and we're 30 seconds in and we're already talking about grooming children it's crazy Mm. um but what is like in that same vein she talks about preparing kids for the real world and she says i prepare them for a career and as she says that it's overlaid with video of Maddie like dancing. Mm -hmm. And this is, you know, 10 years before anything like really happens with her a little less than 10 years, but you know, before Maddie really takes off, but like she really did, you know, and through all, all of the mess that Abby brings to these kids Maddie specifically is incredibly successful. Mm -hmm. So I just thought it was interesting. And like, there, there was no way for them to know that, but looking Mm -hmm. back of like, life imitating reality yeah. TV, yeah. you know <laughs> like wow she really she really did that mm-hmm. um so then it, we're all we're brought into the dance the main part of the dance um studio this is the, the section of the studio that we see the most often um and abby tells them you know it's competition season and this starting with this season there's going to be a new dance routine every single week now you as a dancer <laughs> what is talk to me about like is that realistic or like what is what is that what is going on so well I guess my first question would be how often are they at the studio and for how long so the from what I've gathered from future episodes they're there like six or seven days a week and they're there from like three to eight they're there for like anytime they're not it's like I think Christy says at one point if they're not at school they're at the studio Nice. Super healthy. Very <laughs> <Okay>. awesome. <laughs> really balanced life. Balanced between two things. Yeah. School and dance. Very, yeah. Very oh balanced in terms of the, in terms of hours. But is that a realistic um, goal? I mean, I think that, I mean, like they're all very good dancers, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it would for sure be possible like to teach and learn a dance in that amount of time. But at least in my experience, I'm no Jojo Siwa or whoever, but um, like the times that I like, you know, was getting ready for a performance and like really got it down was when I was like, like in the shower running through the dance over and over again in my mind. Right. Like there's, it's more than like clocking in the minutes in the studio. Like I feel like you absorb numbers more like over an amount of time just in life like totally so yeah for sure possible the healthiest way to do it probably not probably definitely i would not. imagine that they were not feeling super confident when they went on stage because that yeah. just like logistically is not enough time to fully absorb all the things and they do like a d- they do more than one new number yes like we we see that there is like a group number and there's a trio mm-hmm. on this episode. But in future episodes, there's like two group routines, two duets, four solos. Like 
And all of that is new, like, week to week to week. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know specifically, spoiler alert, in, like, later seasons, there's an episode where Maddie does two different solos that she learned at, like, the beginning of that week. And it's a really big deal because all the moms are like, why Nia in that episode doesn't even get one? Mm -hmm. Like, why the hell is my child getting zero and she's getting two? Um, So, yeah, she just... Um, like tells the kids and then the kids look at their parents look at their moms to be like you know like the natural child instinct of being like I'm scared let me look at my mom to make Mm -hmm. sure it's okay and she goes hey look at me don't look at your mom so already just (laughs) cutting out basic maternal instincts do not exist Abby Lee is the father the son and the holy ghost in in this studio your mother does not matter yeah oh I I have another question yeah Um, so the one-on-one interviews, mm-hmm. um, are those filmed in the Miss Piggy storage closet at the Muffins <laughs> studio? <laughs> I'm, I just wanted to clear that up before we keep moving. There are a lot of rhinestones <laughs> and feather boas. It does look like, especially I notice as we go on that like the, the further we get into the episodes, the more crowded that like green screen picture gets um and especially with melissa she looks like she's in the back of someone's closet just like surrounded by all these dance costumes like my child's the best like that room gets more and more busy as time goes on yeah Yeah. i think that's a great question asking the hard-hitting questions Uh honestly thank you (laughs) um and so you know she lays out this new structure of learning new dances every week and then she introduces the pyramid Mm -hmm. Um, which in this first episode is not a pyramid. It's it's a line. They're <laughs> yeah. stacked on top of yeah, each other was... in a line. There's no triangle to be found. Later when the minister, Don, was like, yes. you didn't go to school. I was like, well, it is true that she doesn't know what a pyramid she is. She definitely doesn't know what a triangle is. So Don's not wrong. Um, and so she tells the kids, like, you know, whoever's on top, you know, that... Um, or I should say this way that you're the previous week determines this upcoming week. Mm-hmm. So if you had a really great last week and you're on top of the pyramid, that means this coming week, you're probably gonna have a solo. Mm-hmm. Um, and she frames it as the children. It's kind of based on their performance. That's left up to speculation as to whether or not that's real. Um, but that, so that's the structure. And we find out this is new because Christy, Chloe's mom says like, I really don't like this. Like, this is kind of weird. And Holly's like, yeah, I'm not a really big fan of this either. Um, so this is new, I'm guessing specifically for the TV show. Um, and of course, Maddie's at the top. Obviously. 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 And Nia is at the bottom. And that dynamic is going to play out. We're going to see more of that a lot. So we get the the new structure of the dance competitions. We get the new structure of the pyramid. And then the moms are dismissed to go to this overlook where they're like in so so the room is like in the sky and there's on one (laughs) side of it is the dance studio we see all the time there's another dance studio on the other side of it too that we'll see maybe once or twice but it's usually the room where they go for like private lessons okay but it's like uh like an observatory thing where if you sit up there on those as you said elementary school bleachers or risers yes yeah those like really gross carpeted riser things you can see almost every um dance studio that's Mm -hmm. in the in the building um and it is i mean the most heinous shade of magenta i have ever (laughs) seen in my life i and uh, we see this throughout the whole 
especially the first season in the 2010s are here you know what yes. i'm saying there's glitter there's feathers there's so much animal print mm-hmm. that all of the children are wearing uggs all the time and that room that ugh, that magenta color is just nauseating but they just sit up there yeah. and they just watch they just watch their kids and have like running commentary and you know all these dance moms being in one room together right. can't possibly be any problems no yeah yeah and when they the part that I thought was the most interesting was when they pulled out their recorders and started playing hot cross buns. <laughs> <laughs> that, that personally was my favorite part of right. the elementary school music. Program. Right. I remember, this is so weird. <laughs> I remember when I was in the elementary school music class, our, our music teacher, Mr. Vines, he would have like this picture or like, it was like this poster board that had like cut out hearts on it. And we would practice rhythm And he would like tap every heart going down the line to like teach us rhythm. And I remember it being the most like soothing thing (laughs) ever of like Mr. Vines with the hearts. Like we could, I don't know. It would just, it would be okay. (laughs) Just like tapping. Yeah. It was just, it was really nice. But yeah, the recorders from the moms, I think is the, the penultimate experience of of the show. (laughs) Um, So, okay. So now we're just going to go down the line. We meet all these moms with their kids. Um, the first one that we meet is Melissa. She has two daughters, Maddie, who is eight, and Mackenzie, who is six. She reveals to us that she is currently in the middle of a divorce, mm-hmm. but she also has a boyfriend. Yes, I <laughs> did notice that. <laughs> she says, my soon-to-be ex-husband says I'm a crazy dance mom, which, like, you know, live your truth, whatever. And then she says, oh, my boyfriend knows how much dance costs because he signs the checks. And then she does like this wasp mom giggle <laughs> about like, isn't it so quirky and funny? Ha ha ha. Um, so that, that is Melissa. Yes. As just like a person. She also says, I'm here for my kids. I love my kids. And then she's like, it's all about winning. I'm like, yeah. pick a lane girl. Is it about yeah. winning or is it about your kids? Well, and also her, the way she uses the word we all the time like mm-hmm. we have to win or like this is so Ooh. important to us oh that's a good point it's like, like interesting is, so it is about you so <laughs> just say it just say it girl um yeah also let's light a candle for Mackenzie. <sighs> blessed be that child she yeah uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I, yeah she's I, just <laughs> like the most Precious little tater tot she's baby. She's a little and, a little baby, a little bean. And Melissa is just like, yeah, you know, Maddie's the best. I love. I don't know why I made her southern. She's no. Melissa. <laughs> or it's she, the, it's the southern energy. Yeah, yeah. The vibe. Maddie's the best. Blah blah blah. And then it's like, oh, I have another daughter. <laughs> oh, and also Mackenzie's here, <laughs> who's just like sitting in the chair. You know, she's just swinging her legs. Yes. Yeah. Just like living it up, oh and we're t- that, that is it Nia? Is that her name? Yeah. Wait, <laughs> do you remember that? Oh, oh, what was it called? It was like a like a sculpture of like a face. It was very haunting, and it was like oh, Momo. This? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Nia gives a Momo face at the camera. Yeah, she does. It's definitely like a moment of like a little kid thinking no one's looking yeah. at them. But, like, joke's on you. You're on national television. Yes. And she makes this very haunting face. It's really funny. It's amazing. Um, so, it so interspliced between all these, like, meetings of the moms, we see little, like, bits of footage of rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the great one-offs that we get from Abby Lee Miller is those legs are about as straight as Elton John. 
very funny. Yes. Um, and then we meet Christy. Christy um, has a daughter named Chloe, and at the time she is nine, so she is older than Maddie. Mm-hmm. Um, Chloe's won a national title. That's crazy. Chloe, or excuse me, Maddie talks about how she's never lost and how she had an undefeated season last year. Chloe's a national title holder, which is wild. Um, and then Christy just straight up drops the ball and says, I paid $16,000 a year. $16,000 for Abby a year for one year for Abby to teach her kid how to dance. And she's like, don't tell my husband, LOL. (laughs) Isn't it so quirky that I'm taking out money? (laughs) Also, I want to get to a point in my life where I can spend 16 grand on something and my husband doesn't know. Yeah. Yeah. I had lots of questions about that statement. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of questions. (laughs) Yeah. Just, wow. Yeah. It's very telling. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> what are you gonna say <laughs> well i was just wondering like like you said that one of the moms says later like well anytime they're not at school they're at dance like do they go to school like yes they do go to school because it, later on they reference like my friends at school think you know a b and c mm-hmm. things about me being a dancer so they do go to school okay. i i'm assuming they go to public school because they're spending all their money at dance lessons, so you get but, yelled at. Yeah. But if you're losing sixteen thousand dollars and your partner doesn't know about it, maybe you have enough money to go to private school. <laughs> who? Yeah. Literally, who knows? Um, and then Melissa says, "I'm not here to make friends." <laughs> she straight up just says it. She's Christy's like, "Oh, I know, I know who's on top of the pyramid. Mm. It's Maddie." Uh. And then we get this talking head of, of um, Melissa. I mean, and Melissa says, um, "You know, like whatever drama the moms want to start with me. Like I don't care. This year is all about me." And she's, "I'm not here to make friends." I was like, "Period, girl boss, <laughs> yeah. Melissa." Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, we also see Maddie being like, "I don't feel good. My stomach hurts." And Abby's like, "Suck it up. I don't care." She's eight. Mm-hmm. I want to remind the class she's eight. Yes, years I, old. I also want to point out that <laughs> Abby says, "Man up." Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, man up. Man up. Man up, eight-year-old girl. Man up. Ridiculous. So that's almost all the moms. We get like a little bit in the middle of there's four days until the competition. Abby says, I'd rather be the one that makes your child cry in the privacy of my own studio than let her be the one who cries at an audition. Mm. Which I understand where you're headed. Mm -hmm. I do not think you arrived at the destination you thought you would arrive at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, and also, I think we're talking about the same part. She was talking about the things that she feels like she needs to correct. And Mm -hmm. they're all like, you know, like your neck and like your turnout, which Mm -hmm. like those are very important, like Mm -hmm. foundational dance things. But also, I have a very complicated relationship with that type of criticism Mm -hmm. because especially in like ballet and like lyrical type dance, like literally the whole gig is looking at yourself in the mirror and like trying to make your body look a certain way Mm -hmm. and make your body do certain things. And so like, I know lots of fellow dancers like that we dance together and even like adults that were our teachers that used to dance talking about like, yeah, like I have really poor, self-esteem with my body because mm-hmm. I just like have to stare at myself like for hours every day and always think about how can I make my body better right because it's wrong yeah and so like on one hand like I totally get what she's saying because the way like you hold yourself and dance is very important but also 
I hated to hear her say that because mm-hmm. that's something that dancers, especially at that young age, like put on themselves a lot. But then to hear that from their instructor, I was like, I'm like this is uh, where it starts. This is how yeah. it happens. And we talk about people, um, you know, enduring a lot of self-esteem issues or mental health issues. We always think like, how did we get here? Like, this is it, yeah. girl. This yeah. is it. And it's interesting you bring that up too, because Paige, Kelly's younger daughter, um, later on in life, like sued Abby for emotional mm. distress. Yeah. Um, and I think they settled, last I saw they settled out of court, um, which means she got paid and shut up. Um, but she, yeah, Paige was like, no, this really affected me as a child to hear you tell me how stupid I am and mm-hmm. how I'm never going to be as good as somebody else. And even if I was, it's not because I earned it and blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, yeah, that, that that's a really good point that that really does have a lasting impact outside of this is just something I do after school. Right. But that it, yeah, it stays with you. Yeah. And like at the studio I danced at for a long time, like all of our teachers were super encouraging and like actively sought to like go against that Hmm. kind of way of thought, but it was still there for sure. Especially with the girls who, you know, like were on point and did like variation stuff. Um, And so I can't even imagine how that would affect you if you were also hearing that from your instructor, not just from yourself. Totally. And from someone who is so influential. Right. If you don't get it together, you won't get a solo. And having a solo or being in a duet is directly associated with how good of a dancer you mm-hmm. are. Yeah, hearing that from an instructor, it's a lot, especially at eight. Yeah. Oh my goodness. As a child who doesn't know anything right a sweet baby who's like my tummy hurts yes she's like, exactly. you suck. yeah <laughs> yeah how, totally. did, how did we get yeah. to this point so speaking of Paige, the next one we're introduced to is kelly who's Paige's mom so Paige is 10 brooke is 13 mm-hmm. we find out that kelly is a former student of abby's yeah she says she's known abby for 37 years great that to me is crazy that she has she had this very negative experience with abby because who has a positive (laughs) one and she births children and it's like back into the belly of the beast you go i'm sending you straight back to my abuser like yeah i'm not not a mother you know whatever but i just can't imagine doing that to a a kid yeah in general if you know someone's a bad influence why are you sending your kid there voluntarily yeah I don't know. But I also love the fact that she already knows Abby because she's always the one who tells Abby what, anyway, I'm not gonna, I don't want to spoil anything. (laughs) She says, she says a lot of things. She participates in some physical altercations with Abby because she thinks she can do whatever because she's like, I've known you since I was seven or whatever. I can just do whatever I want. Yeah. Which (laughs) always cracks me up. Um, So then we meet Holly um ms principal holly mm-hmm. who um has a daughter named nia who we've already talked about who <laughs> mugs to the camera in the most upsetting way possible yeah. um and i just have she's so sweet so weird such a sweet weirdo yeah i i wrote down holly is an absolute baller totally totally when, when she um compares herself to michelle obama i was like i mean yeah <laughs> I, this is my thing too people do this a lot with black people specifically mm-hmm. of like you look like this other black yeah, person like no she de- i said in my notes michelle obama where right the only thing they have in common is that they're both black women right but they don't yeah. look 
and they're both tall but like they don't look the same yeah and i guess what 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 i enjoyed about her saying that is like yeah you're right i am an amazing person thank you that's that's what i loved about her talking about it yeah Yeah. she very much was like well i'll take the compliment (laughs) i'm like i mean good for you but like I'm trying to think. Oh, um, Nicole Byer, the comedian Nicole Byer, she talks about this a lot, that people compare her to Lizzo. We don't. No. We're both fat black women, but we don't look, we don't look the right. same. Like, what yeah. are you talking about? Nicole Byer and Lizzo do not look any similar than Michelle Obama and Holly right. do. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. It, the people that are just dying for some sort of like, oh, I have a black friend <laughs> conversationally. You look like Michelle Obama. No, she doesn't. Yeah. The no, fact, she doesn't. And so the fact that she turned it into like, yeah, I am awesome. Fierce, and what? Yeah. Amazing. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, like, I'll you take go. It. I'll take it. Whatever. Um, uh, throughout all of these different talking heads, we've seen all these girls talk about their successes and their seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, Nia pulls out a crown and she says, I bought it. I did not win it. <laughs> She said, I just really wanted one, so I bought it. And then Holly's like, we'll have one one day. I thought that was really sweet. Yep. Like, aspiration of your child to be like, well, buying a crown, or the crown itself doesn't really matter. It's an right. achievement yes. thing. And I think that yes, that stems from Holly's background as a principal, mm-hmm. that she, like, is running a school. She wants to instill those types of, of patterns in her child. Yep. Um, Melissa... So this is where we meet Kathy and we meet Kathy because she just walks into the studio and demands that her, her daughter compete this weekend. Basically. Totally. Exactly how that happens. Not staged at all. No, for sure. Uh -uh. Exactly. What would have happened had there not been cameras? Totally. Totally. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Melissa works at the front desk. I don't know if you picked up on that, but she works there, which Seems kind of shady. Yeah, so they can get like a 1% discount off their $16,000. <laughs> or I guess 32000 since she has two kids. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. She is the owner of the Candy Apples Dance Center in Ohio. She says, Candy Apples Dance Center, ring oh, a bell. They're, they're from o- Ohio? Yes, yes, yes. They drive like four hours or whatever. Because Abby Lee Miller is just that good, I guess. How, from oh how is that that's not sustainable like no are they gonna do that every day like what well the... that that becomes apparent that okay that okay. unravels like in later seasons gotcha. but initially yeah they're just driving all the time and i guess like staying in a hotel or like if she's rich enough since she owns a dance center if they have like a second home or something but they wow. drive like all that distance and kathy's like i'll do whatever it takes for my child super weird my six-year-old <laughs> my who literally doesn't even want to be there half the right. time um vivi is the strangest of all the kids she's just so weird and and it, i'll let me rephrase that she's weird compared to these other pristine barbie doll children yes if, if she were just in a, a public school classroom she would be just as the same as anybody yeah else. she keeps it real yes yeah. very much she compared to the like the very curated image of the other children, Vivi stands out, but she's probably more normal, quote unquote normal than any of the other kids. Mm-hmm. She, I love Vivi. She is my favorite of the children. She cracks me up. <laughs> um, Kathy, her mom says, I'm absolutely loaded with quirks. I love, she says she loves bunnies. She's obsessed with pink because it's a quote way of life. <laughs> and she loves Botox. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. So that's, and yeah. she owns Candy Apples Dance Center. Yeah. Um, I cannot remember what company. I almost think it's like Cutie Oranges. There's mm. a commercial 
is it I think it is where it's like this girl like goes over to her friend's house and it's like two twins and they go upstairs and there's a bunch of creepy mannequins and dolls have you seen this not, no I know what you were okay. talking about anyone out there seen this commercial <laughs> raise your hand <laughs> okay great thank you <laughs> um anyways that I felt like I was watching that commercial when they were like panning her house. Like, oh, and she was like describing yeah. like pink is a way of life. I was like, oh, she has all these like bunny statues, yeah. statuettes. And she's like, I like carrots because they have something to do with bunnies. It's just like, huh? absolutely <laughs> loaded with quirks is one way to put it. <laughs> Kathy, definitely one way to put it. But also live your truth. But also live your truth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So she owns this dance center. She walks in and says like, I don't want to be the only coach for my daughter. I want her to be coached by somebody else, which makes sense. Um, Vivi does this like sort of dance, halfway dance for Abby and Abby immediately says no. She says she can sign up for classes, but you're not just going to turn up into in my studio and be like, we're dancing with you this weekend. That's right. I have those words. Um, And then we get a little, a little bit of a teaser at the end of this because Kathy says, uh, well, you know, sometimes if I see something, I might say something about, oh, you know, wouldn't it be interesting uh-huh. if you did this instead? She's like, oh, I'm here to start drama. Yeah. That's me. That's my, yeah, that's my purpose. Yes. So we meet Kathy. We meet Vivi. We've met all of the moms that we're going to see again. That's all the intro to all the moms. Um, but we do get introduced to another mom named Dawn. And the music changes. We change from the like static cam that's on a tripod to like the TLC lifetime yes. like jogging cam. Yep. And Dawn is a is a mom of a, a student, a student that is not in the elite competition team, just another another rando. Um, Dawn comes in and she's really pissed because Abby kicked her daughter out of class because she wasn't dressed appropriately. And Abby's claim is that it was an acro class and she was wearing a sweatshirt, sweatpants and socks. Mm -hmm. And you can't do acro and socks and you can't do it in the outfit that she was wearing. Mm -hmm. Do you, do you have any experience with acro? Can you like speak to that at all? I do not, but I mean, dress code is obviously very important. Yeah. Um, You need to be appropriately dressed. I mean, I don't know if I, I don't know who escalated things first. Obviously, I'm not, <laughs> not a super huge fan of Abby's style, so she probably didn't handle it well. But, yeah, you have to. Like, you can't come to hip-hop in point shoes. Totally. Like, yeah, not how it works, girl. <laughs> but Dawn is, like, Dawn is very upset about this. Yes. She's so upset. She's screaming at Abby. And, and she comes in and she, like, Bust down the door and she's like, Abby, can I talk to you? And Abby just sitting on that little like foam <laughs> octagon. She goes, nope, I'm in reverse. But she really is like, no, I'm in rehearsal. Like, yeah. She's all the way on the other side of the room. Don is screaming yeah. at her. And Abby's like, please go away. Yeah, the echo um, was amazing. Yeah, Don, Don like dashes in. Uh, and just start screaming and just railing on Abby. So Abby has to stop rehearsal because mm-hmm. she now has to deal with this parent. Um, and Dawn, and she says, Dawn, aren't you a minister? <laughs> Which to me is just like such a, such a sick burn, honestly. <laughs> and Dawn goes, oh, let's play the Jesus game. And just starts screaming scripture yeah. at her, which just like, once, once you're invoking the name of the Lord, yeah, we are at the point to call the police. Because <laughs> yeah. we're not going to get yeah. anywhere with someone who's that belligerent and is also invoking scripture. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we all know that 
yelling Bible verses at people is a really good way to deal with conflict (laughs) and especially to like make your opinion known and respected screaming religious material that does not apply to someone else no yeah yeah and then so she juxtaposes (laughs) scripture then with calling Abby trash which is great just a complete (laughs) heel turn uh where Abby says leave and she goes every week we take the trash out get out which is like nice um and then she goes take yourself out abby you're the biggest piece of trash there is i'm like wait 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 we were talking about we were just talking about god and our own people trash yeah yeah as someone who like is a christian and Mm -hmm. like has been (laughs) been like going like a part of the religious space for my whole life i was kind of like what kind of minister yeah i want to know what church or group she ministers not even as a judgment like oh, you're a bad person, but just, like, what? Yeah. What? Yeah, but anyways. Also, like, setting aside everything about Don, the fact that she's a female minister, like, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, definitely worth mentioning. Yeah, I am interested to know. Yeah, I have questions. And I also have in my notes, like, why do I agree with Abby? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. She's, in this situation, is the rational one. She calls the cops, mm-hmm. and she's like, I have a woman here who is screaming at me, and she won't leave my property. And so she doesn't have any weapons, just her mouth. <laughs> Which, not as funny as take the trash out, but yeah, I'll let it slide. Um, and so I found myself a little frustrated in that moment of like, I kind of, I mean, it, well, it, it's, it's a pick your poison situation. It's <laughs> truly, truly. And she also makes a good point. Like, if you don't like the way that I run my studio, you can go somewhere else. And that is a theme that comes back in this show constantly. If you do not enjoy this studio, it is a private business. Take your, take your business somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Like take your 16 grand and hit the road and go to Candy Apple or wherever, yeah. go somewhere else. Uh, and Don just freaks out. So Abby's just like walking around, hoping that she'll go away. She like walks into the dressing room. She almost walks into the bathroom. She walks into another studio. And Don is just like hot on her tail, Ugh. like in pursuit. So then, so Abby calls the cops. So Don at that point, I think starts to calm down because she knows it's like Abby's actually calling the cops. Um, and Holly goes to comfort her. And after this huge screaming match, Holly goes up to Don and goes, Don, are you okay? <laughs> Girl, no. <laughs> Obviously not, Holly. Read the room. The cops are here. Read the room. Oh my gosh. <laughs> She's obviously not okay. Also, when, when, I don't know if like the police were there yet, but when Don and her daughter are leaving, did one of the girls go like, okay, bye, see you next time? Oh, did that probably. Happen? I also, one of the police officers is like, if you don't like it here, take your daughter to another dance company. Like, he's so over it. He's like, why were they even calling me out here? This is a dance studio. Yeah. And he's just like, you can just go somewhere else. Like, please, like, put me out of my misery. Like, very, very much over it. So that's all we see of Dawn. And this, I think Dawn comes back later on. But that that's it. We just see her this outburst, which I do think that this this felt a little more organic than Kathy and Vivi showing up. Yeah. Because she says, yeah. I don't care if you're taping, I'm gonna go kill her. Yeah. Like she I think she really legitimately her daughter had just gotten kicked out. She came to pick her up yeah. and then went inside and yelled. Yes. I think because her daughter is there with her like dance bag. So I think that had just yeah. that feels a little more organic than Kathy mm-hmm. and Vivi. Mm-hmm. 
Um, all these competitions that they're participating in are leading up to nationals. The one they're going to this week is in Phoenix, Arizona. It, they always have like the dumbest names, like World of Dance and Energy or something <laughs> competition, you know, extravaganza. Yeah. Like yeah. it's always the dumbest names <laughs> ever. But they're going to Phoenix from Pennsylvania. Um, Abby constantly reminding everyone in the room, she is the most important person there. Yeah. Constantly. <laughs> Shut up. Don't do what I say. No booty shorts. Moms. You fall in line. Library voices. Like she's just yeah. constantly, constantly reminding everybody that she owns the dance studio. Yes. It's a lot. <laughs> I loved Maddie's line where she's like, I don't really know what it's like to lose. Is that, is that how you say it? Lose? What's losing? Yeah. Has, she says like, I don't really know what that feels like. So we get this conflict about Paige's nails. Yeah. And Abby says like I don't care if your nails are painted but they can't be white which doesn't make any sense to me you should no. just say no polish yeah I think what yeah. stupid um Kelly says yeah I don't care whatever so then Christy and Kelly peace out Chloe's mom and Brooke and Paige's mom peace out and they go mm -hmm. to the bar yeah. in the hotel um and this is the beginning of like we will see Christy and Kelly throughout this whole series be best friends and they are still best friends in real life like they trauma bonding right yeah. <laughs> good old-fashioned trauma bonding um they like truly they stay together for this whole thing and they uh this is the first time we see them by just the two of them peace out and go do something else um and abby goes to yell at them and be like your winos come back to the dressing room mm -hmm. basically um and so then they come back and holly's like oh my you and they're like we were at the bar and she goes i could have guessed yeah. that <laughs> girl boss holly i could have guessed that <laughs> amazing oh my gosh um kelly accidentally burns page with a curling iron they make this re i don't know if you heard this but this ridiculous like yeah. like sound effect <laughs> like that is not what burning flesh sounds like when you burn your From hand on a curling iron yeah. that's unplugged like and also <laughs> The mics were so far away. Like they shot uh, that from across the room. It, it literally it's like, like, <laughs> right. And you're like, there is no way. Who are you fooling? Oh, Who are man. you fooling? Um, and then, so Paige is crying. Holly goes to get ice because of course she does. And then little baby Maddie comes up to her and she goes, if it makes you feel any better. <laughs> <laughs> if it makes you feel any better. I don't have any underwear on. <laughs> like, Which... Were they in costume? Because you don't know. Okay, I was going to say you don't wear underwear in, in sure, dance but no, no, no. They were in regular people okay. clothes. She's just so, like, I don't, I don't have any underwear. Like, just letting you know. If it makes you feel any better, which like, how's it going to make me feel better knowing that you don't have any panties on? Very strange. <laughs> it's very strange. Oh, um, she, she came partially in costume. No yeah, underwear. Yeah, she's yeah. like, I'm just getting ready. This is I'm first thing to go. Underwear. Um, okay, so then we go for, we go into the, whatever, like, ballroom this is in uh -huh. for the, the group dance. Party, party, party. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's like a, <laughs> it's the location of, like, all the Dave Ramsey things. <laughs> it's this <laughs> giant carpet from wall to, floor to ceiling carpet. <laughs> with those, like, fake crusty dividers. Yeah. Like, very much yeah. Opryland Hotel. Very much that, Yeah. yeah. It's one of those rooms. They go in. There's all these lights. There's a judge's table. Uh, so they start dancing. They're, they're like copyright free. Track starts playing. Yes. 
Um, Holly, I don't know if you saw this. Holly has a hand over her heart and her eyes closed. She looks like she's either praising the Lord or she's going to throw up. She's like, so the, it's just like for a second, but that she looks terrified mm-hmm. and it's just like, oh my gosh. So then they play some footage of the girls dancing mm-hmm. and then they cut to Melissa talking about how proud she is of her daughter. Melissa is weeping. Yes. <laughs> openly weeping about her daughter. I love how much talent my daughter. She says like, she's so beautiful and so talented. I know my Maddie's going to be a star. She's not wrong. But in this moment in time in 2011, Melissa, girl, get it together. (laughs) And you, there are people behind her. Like they're filming this in public. Like people can see you. (laughs) Just like, (laughs) like in the background, they have Mackenzie being like, hungry yeah she's she's like whose kid is this it's not mine whose kid is this yeah so party 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 gets third womp womp um and there's abby is stressed because she's always stressed but she's mainly stressed because like this could have some implications for nationals Mm -hmm. you know if we stay on this track we may not be prepared for national competition later on whatever whatever um so we leave there we go back to the room where they're all getting ready Paige, Maddie, and Chloe have a trio. They're doing a trio that's like beach adjacent themed. Did you catch the it name was, of it? No. Was this before Teen Beach Movie came out? Oh, way before. Bro. Okay. This is 2011. Okay. Oh, way when did that Teen movie Beach come out? Um, 2013. Oh, anyway. interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That movie's older yeah, than I thought so. it was. But yeah, yeah no, basically, basically the Disney Channel people saw this and they were like, what if this <gasps> yeah. was a movie <laughs> they, with this Ross is the, Lynch? <laughs> this is the blueprint. <laughs> this dance number, the name that I did not catch. Um, they're in these like one piece, like old school bathing suits and like they have these headbands. Now this headband, so Chloe starts dancing and hers just slips covers her eyes this clip of her doing the this move uh-huh. she's like <laughs> pumping her arms downwards and the band slipping over her eyes they play that clip at least once every other episode they Amazing. play it for seven seasons they play it constantly they never forget this one time but also chloe like bosses up because she keeps going yeah she is literally dancing blind yeah and she just keeps yeah. going. Like, what else? Are you, what else is she supposed to do? Right. Yeah, I thought that was so funny because yeah, it's a very big thing. Like, if something goes wrong with your costume, like, don't fix it. Just you gotta keep, keep going. going. Yep, um, totally. And I always, like, as a child, like their age, had a fear of like, like my pants falling down or something. Absolutely. Being like, Am I not supposed to do anything about that? Yeah. You know? What do I do? <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, good I, for her. She's dancing without yeah sight. Are you kidding me? I think that yeah, I'd be really interested to see what would have happened if she had just been like whoop and like pulled it back up because <laughs> yeah <laughs> abby would have well so then abby they get off the stage and she like rails on christy mm-hmm. chloe's mom because she was at the bar instead mm-hmm. of fixing her daughter's headband and mm-hmm. her daughter her christy is like my daughter killed it like what are you talking about right. it's, stuff like that happens all the time even if it, it even if you are like quote unquote better prepared costume stuff happens all the time it's fabric like something's right. gonna fall apart something's gonna go wrong it you just have to keep pushing mm-hmm. through it and the the trio won first place yeah so yeah, i don't know definitely. what you're complaining about girlfriend like the the judges also obviously were able to see mm-hmm. that this is just a mistake it happens let's just keep going and they still won yeah. so like 
chill out. Well, Bye. and they Abby missed the announcement, right? Because she was yelling probably at whoever I don't know their names. <laughs> Christy, Christy. Christy's <laughs> Chloe's mom. Christy, Christy, Chloe, Christy, Christy with a okay. C. Got it. Yeah, there's another mom who we have Christy Kelly. We have two Christies, Kelly mm-hmm. and Kathy. Wow, Melissa and Holly. Got it. Yeah, and there's another Kathy that shows up later. Ooh. Yeah, it's a oh, lots of lots of waspy names. Um, do you have any other thought? That's the end of the episode, and then yes. we see like a uh, next time on Dance Moms like preview, but that's the end of the app. Right. So, do you have any thoughts about the episode in general? I think that this is an example of a really good first episode of a show, mm-hmm. you know. Totally. Well, I actually have no idea because I haven't seen any of the other ones. But it, it, is, it definitely am. is. Um, <laughs> it's I feel, true. I no, feel it's like true. I've been in like a, a class discussion. It's like, yeah, that was super <laughs> I agree with what I, I have to comment three sentences on every two posts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, uh-huh. yeah, that yeah. was very interesting, period. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your comment, period. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I have, a, the, we're introduced to the, like, chef's kiss, creme de la creme of royalty-free music. The yes. biggest for competitions. Definitely. It is so funny. The the songs that she just, like, that Abby just pulls out of, like, the musical zeitgeist and is like, this one, let's make it work. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Abby says she thinks she's edgy, uh, that her coaching style is edgy. Girl, no, you're just mean. Yeah. You're um a bully. Yeah. You're not yeah, edgy. Exactly. You are a bully. I yeah. don't know. No, girl, no. I really I want a documentary made about her yes. pre-dance moms. Well, you know, she like I said this in the trailer, but she uh she's a convicted felon. <laughs> oh, wait, what? Did you not know this? <laughs> she okay, so like the week before uh, Lifetime approached Abby about Dance Moms. She filed for bankruptcy. Okay. Her business is like before this was going like totally under. Mm-hmm. Um, she's convicted for offshore accounts, taking mm-hmm. TLC, oh, not TLC. Oh, I see, this is TLC. Taking Lifetime's money and putting it in offshore bank accounts. Can do that. Um, she wasn't paying taxes, like things like that, which is a felony. I don't think she ever did any time. Uh, because she's a white woman, so of course she didn't do any right. time. Yeah. Um, but she, yeah, she's a convicted felon, straight up. She also, like, she contracts, um, uh, like a form of cancer. Uh, like, uh, oh shoot, let me look. She, let's see. Yeah, she, um, uh, lymphoma, mm. and so she's in a wheelchair now. Oh wow, permanently. Wow. Yeah. How old is she? She is, I'm looking at Abby Lee Miller, age 56. So she's like not, I mean, she's she's yeah. not old enough for a wheelchair to be average right. for her age. She also, she like, as you can see, I've got these pictures pulled up. She loses a ton of weight mm. because she, uh, you know, can't, yeah, you know, very function. Sick. Yeah. yeah, she's, yeah, she's very, very sick. Um, she makes it through. She's a cancer survivor. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's so awesome. she's got a lot going on. And, and I mentioned this in the trailer that she's, a, she is in one person, convicted felon, alleged racist, cancer survivor. She's all of those things. Also an educator pre- of children. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Trusted with the lives of children. Yeah. Um, I, it's like people who are like, oh, I'm not mean. I'm just honest. No you're mean (laughs) like you can be mean and be honest those things can happen like at the same time yep abby lee 
really strikes me as the kind of person that had very strong feelings about The Greatest Showman. <laughs> like, I, I don't, I don't know. If like, she, she either loved it or she hated it. I yeah. <laughs> She's one of those people who like, was like, let's talk about it. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know <laughs> which, really I don't know which end of the spectrum she fell on, but yeah. She, she, she has strong feelings. Strong feelings. That's hilarious. Um, okay. So to end, to end this first episode of the podcast, um, I have a question for you. Okay. Thinking about current music, pop culture music. Uh-huh. Which songs, what song in the current lexicon do you think would make a good dance mom song that you would love to see competition at the Abby Lee Dance Company and it Uh starts to play what song? And if you have the information, what genre would it be? So these girls in this moment in Mm, time. mm -hmm, Okay. mm -hmm. Oh gosh. Uh, Pulling from today's music, but with these children. Okay. Yes. Hmm. Let's see. Are you going to share one too? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I think okay. it'll be easier too if you just pick any song. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll be easy if you just pick something. <laughs> <laughs> I meant like it doesn't have to be modern. I was thinking like, no, even... I... that's not what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. <laughs> Why? Oh my gosh, my brain just doesn't work. <laughs> just scrolling through Spotify. I think I'll give you I'll give you what I was gonna say. Okay. And I've seen this, I know you're not a social media person. Mm-hmm. I've seen this all over TikTok. But the song Driver's License by Olivia oh, Rodrigo yeah. for like a teen lyrical yes. duet. Yes. Totally. Lots of yes. like flexed feet, mm-hmm. a lot of like that kind of stuff. I think. Uh, Olivia Rodrigo's driver's license would be yeah. the moment. Yeah. Okay. I need to think. Scrolling through Spotify, <laughs> not helpful. No, because no, my songs, it's like all the Taylor's version releases oh, yes. and then like good Christian fun. <laughs> Shout out to Kevin and Caroline. I know you're listening. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Thanks to Headgum for sponsoring our podcast. <laughs> Our podcast. Our podcast. Me and Audrey's podcast. Yeah. Um, oh, We Can Do Hard Things. That's a great podcast. Oh. Shout out to friend of the podcast, Glennon Doyle. Yeah. <laughs> I love her. Oh my gosh. I I saw her. I may have told you this. Mm. Um, I yes. saw Glennon Doyle at TPAC on her book tour. <gasps> like, Was this before or after she met Abby? Have you read her book? Oh, I've read all of them. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Because she talks about going to like... I can't remember if it was her book. It was a librarian convention. Yes. She met her wife. (gasps) Yes. So Um, beautiful. Anyways, I saw her on tour for Untamed like three days before everything shut down. That book is so good. It was so, so good. And so we were there. It was actually like two days before the book came out mm-hmm. but we got it in advance it was like <laughs> um but yeah the her sister amanda came out on stage yes. and was like hey guys so just want to let you know um we're canceling all the other shows because <gasps> we think this virus is like actually going to be a big Whoa, deal but yeah. like we're going to do tonight's and then two days later Whoa, it was like that's great no one leave your house yeah and you were like yeah doesn't matter. I've <laughs> yeah, seen don't, Doyle. Don't, care. <laughs> don't really care. Yeah, I I read her book. I keep all the books that I read like over the course of a year on a shelf. And mm-hmm. hers was the I read Rachel Bloom's book. She's the 
writer creator star of the show crazy Mm -hmm. ex-girlfriend which is i think one of the best tv shows ever um she has a book that's called i want to be more than normal people are (laughs) and it's great Uh, and then i read glenna doyle's untamed so good so good her other ones are amazing yeah i'm sure she's like brene brown in the sense of like yeah whatever you do i support Yes. Just like whatever you're yes. doing, I support. absolutely support. Yeah, yeah. Okay, song. <laughs> okay, I think I have one. All right, <laughs> what you got? I <laughs> I don't necessarily like or dislike this song, sure. But levitating, not the DaBaby version. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but DaBaby, uh, gross. <laughs> but yeah, that song is everywhere. I heard it like seven. I, I heard it like seven times um, when I was moving in this year <sighs> and moving to, into college. Uh, yeah, um, I, yeah, I think it's a good song, but I've heard it six thousand times this yeah. summer. Yeah, but it is um, a cute song. Like it's, it has like a nice like feel. Yes. I think, yeah, yes. Very. What like genre of music um, of a uh, dance? I mean, I think. Hmm. I think for sure, like a jazz, something with lots of turns. Lots yes. of turns. Yes. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, well, that's it for the first episode of this podcast. Hopefully we'll be back. Um, Audrey will be like a recurring guest. I'll have um, different friends of mine. I'm going to convince my family members to do it. Uh, it'll be like a fun side passion project to distract all of us from the nightmare that is today, that is <laughs> living in this world today. Um, but yeah, thank you so much, Audrey. Yeah. What say the plug your website again? Oh, um, AudreyGaither.com, A U D R E Y G A I T H E R.com. Nice, awesome, yeah. great. Goodbye. Bye. Have so much fun being a, a human. Uh, if you, what is it that, um, there's this woman, Tabitha, not Tabitha, is it Tabitha Brown? Yeah, that she would say, Have a great day. And if you can't have a great day, don't you dare go messing up anybody else's. Ooh. Period.